you guys january has gone by so fast i have no idea where january got this usain bolt superpower from because this month is ending so soon and normally january is like three months in one month but this particular january deserves a gold medal or something because i just cannot believe that we are ending january so soon now don't come at me if you feel like you are in the 75th day of january okay this is just how i feel <laughs> anywhere you go anywhere you go give it up Hi guys, it's your girl Shari and I am super excited that you landed on my podcast, Musical Epics with Shari. This episode is going to be about yet another principle that I think we should master before we enter February. But before that, I want to open up a little bit to you guys. Honestly, January hasn't been nothing like I expected it to be. I was hoping to give you guys more episodes, but the month ran so fast and then I got a little distracted because I had to go back to school. I legit thought in my head that I had one extra week in January and then I made all my plans with that thought in my head like I didn't own a calendar. How crazy is that? (laughs) Apart from that, I also embarked on the 21 days of fasting and prayers where I was fasting from 6 a.m. to 12 a.m. because it was my first time and I didn't want to overwhelm myself. But even in the middle of that, I got tempted and fell into sin more than once. Can you imagine in the middle of fasting and prayer? And I was tempted to be so heartbroken and hate myself for doing the very things that I knew were wrong. And this is all so new to me because for the very first time in my life, I'm actually serious about my relationship with God and I want it to work so bad. But this is also an uncharted territory for me and I haven't been here before. So I don't really know how to navigate this part of my life. What's worse, I have this mental picture in my head about how my life is supposed to be with regards to Christ, but I also have the hardest time making that mental picture into reality. And then I have self-doubt and self-judgment and discontentment creeping in and it becomes one emotional roller coaster after the other. It's hard, y'all. It's like, it's really, really hard. But there is one thing that I have decided to do and that is until I mature to a stage where I can exercise full and complete self-control I am always going to come back to God no matter how deep I fall like no matter what sin I commit or how much I wallow in my sin at the end of the day I'm going to find myself at the feet of Jesus and I know that might sound weird and you might be thinking Am I not giving myself permission to sin? But here's the truth. I don't trust myself. I really don't. So I'm not going to sit here and create an illusion that I can attain a certain pedestal when I know I can't. So I'm going to give myself permission to continually tap into the grace and mercies of God, which are new every morning. Two reasons why I decided to be this vulnerable in today's podcast. One. 
I do not want you to listen to me and think that I have my life together because I don't. I don't want you to think that because I talk about Jesus, then I have I don't have any struggles and that my life is perfect. That is not the truth. And the last thing that I want to do is to deceive God's God image bearers. I have my struggles. I have my sins that I'm fighting through. I have issues that require me to get therapy. The reason why I get on here and still talk about Jesus is not me trying to be fake, but it's me trying to point to you the goodness of God and how he continues to take the filthy and broken things and use them for his glory. If I was perfect, I wouldn't need Jesus. So every time I take my pen and begin to write a script for an episode, I am heavily reminded of how good God is. Because even in my brokenness, even in my sin, he still gives me ideas. So because of that, anytime you tune in to listen to my podcast, I want you to be also reminded that God is good and he wants to use you, like Minister Bruno Mars says, just the way you are. Flaws in everything. Flaws in everything. Two, I want you to understand that life is so full of uncertainties and there are so many things that we do not know or understand. Nobody has been to the future and back before. I know the cast from Quantum wants to tell us that they can go to the future, but that's just a movie. Like the popular saying goes, nobody knows tomorrow. All we can do is make predictions and assume, but as limited as we are in our minds and experience, it's obvious that we cannot be trusted. Because this is me. At the beginning of January, having this imagination and a mental picture of how January is supposed to go. And at the end of the day, it, it wasn't anything that I expected it to be. Nothing. So let me ask you this question. How do we navigate through a world with this very limited knowledge? I know some of my fellow Christian brothers and sisters would just say, Oh, you navigate with God. Or with Jesus and with faith. And that's good. But how does that look practically? As I was thinking about this question, my mind went back to when Peter was walking on water. So a little backstory, right? The disciples were on sea, traveling, and Jesus had gone to pray. So he wasn't on the boat with them. Suddenly, a huge storm starts to blow and the disciples are terrified. They were fighting this storm the entire night. And let me just say that at the beginning of the verse, Jesus insisted that his disciples go on the sea without him. Now, why would Jesus, being all-knowing, send his disciples into a danger zone? That's just to assure us that sometimes God sends us into terrible situations, not because he didn't know, but because he wants to show forth his glory in our life. And that's a word right there for me and someone out there. Amen. Amen. So back to the story. The disciples are so terrified that when they saw Jesus walking on water towards them, they said he was a ghost. But Jesus, knowing their thoughts and their feelings, encouraged them to be calm. Then something really, really interesting happened, right? Peter called out to him and asked him to tell him to come to him walking on water if it was really him, Jesus. 
Now, if I was one of the disciples in the boat, the first thing that I would say is, what's wrong with you, Peter? Seriously, I don't know what was going on in Peter's head to make him make that kind of request. And boy, he had a lot of faith and confidence in God. Peter hadn't walked on water before. Up until that time, he hadn't seen anybody walking on water before. He was an expert in catching fish, but not walking on water. He had no idea how to walk on water or what will happen if he steps into that water. All he knew was that he wanted to walk on water to meet Jesus. And I think about this and I realize that most of us, if not all of us, are like Peter. We want to walk on water, the water being this life that we are living, but we have no idea how to do it. Now, let me just put a pen here and introduce today's song for discussion, okay? No, I didn't forget. It took me this long to present the song and the second principle to you because I wanted to kind of build up to it, right? The song for discussion today is from a group of amazing singers who come from the same ministry as Elevation Worship called Elevation Rhythm. Elevation Rhythm strives to lead the youth and young adults in worship where they can encounter the presence and the love of Jesus through modern, upbeat, and moving worship. And that is exactly what they did in their song called Walk on Water, which we are about to discuss. The entire backstory of this episode is starting to make sense, huh? <laughs> the song was written by Pastor Stephen Furtick, Chris Brown, Tiffany Hummer, David Montingi, I'm sorry if I didn't pronounce the name right, and Joshua Holiday. Believe me when I tell you, believe me when I tell you that this song is guy. This song, the song legit became a TikTok viral video, like with the most easy yet complicated dance move, which I might attempt to try. Okay, like pray for me. <laughs> The first part of the song says, and I quote, I'd rather slip walking on water than spend my life wondering what if. Lord, if it's you, then tell me to come because you alone can tame the wildest wind. These lyrics depict the sort of confidence Peter had in Jesus when he asked him to, you know, let him walk on water. It also depicts the sort of confidence we should have in God in our own lives. So let's for a second replace walking on water with having to do something that's very impossible or God-like because that's what it figuratively stands for. What Elevation Rhythm is communicating to us through this part of the lyrics is that they would rather falter doing something impossible than not to do it at all and spend time and energy wondering what would happen if they did. And that is so true because really, what's the worst thing that can happen? Even death shouldn't stop us from executing the godlike ideas that we have because we are Christians and the one that we serve conquered hell, death, and the grave. Unless, of course, you do not identify as a Christian, then you should be scared because boo-boo, you do not have a backing whatsoever. But as long as you identify as a Christian, not even death should stop you from doing what you think it's impossible to do. The second line of the verse I just quoted 
was the exact words Peter said when he was on the boat. And what intrigued me about this statement is that Peter said, Lord, if it's you, why didn't he just say, Lord, tell me to come? Apart from the fact that Peter had so much faith to do the impossible as long as it was Jesus who told him to do it, I can't help but notice that he didn't just step out on the water because he could have. As soon as Jesus spoke to them and told them to be calm, he could have just stepped out of the boat on the water, but he didn't. He waited for Jesus to give him permission before he did. That's deep. That's, that's like, that's really, really deep. I wonder how many times we take steps to do the impossible or even the little things, but we didn't ask God first. We out here trying to do the most, trying to hustle, hustle hard in the words of minister acehood, trying to do everything humanly possible to make ends meet. But did God give us permission to do all those things? Because if he didn't, we can be out here doing the most, but he's not going to sustain or provide for them. Now, let me just stop here and talk about purpose and potential because I really believe that's where the confusion is. The fact that you know your potential doesn't mean you know your purpose. Let me break it down. Potential is a latent quality or ability that may be developed and lead to future success or usefulness. In simple terms, potential is the thing that you can do that can make you successful like you're a good public speaker, you're naturally curious, you know how to sing, you know how to dance, you know how to do hair, those things, potential, right? Purpose, on the other hand, is the reason for which something is done or created or for which something exists. So the fact that you know you can sing does not mean you are using that potential which is singing, to serve God's purpose for your life. I see so many people using their potential to serve so many or to serve in so many capacities except God's own. And what happens is that you will be trying to use your potential for things that are not meant for you to do. And that leads to frustration and trying to hustle your way around this life. Your potential is meant to serve God's purpose. What's God's purpose, you ask? The Bible says that God created our bodies to give him glory. It means that every part of our being is supposed to give God glory. You want to know God's purpose for your life? Analyze your potential and see if what you are using them for is glorifying God or not. So if you are singing, analyze it and see if what you are singing is glorifying God or not. If you are dancing, is it glorifying God or not? If you are a makeup artist, is it glorifying God or not? Whatever that you were doing, is it glorifying God or not? Because if it isn't, then it means you are just using your potential, but you are not serving your purpose. As Christians, we do not hustle. We live purposefully, like our examples in the Bible, like Jesus. Jesus lived so purposefully that although he had the power to do everything, he did not do everything or engage with everyone. When you live a purposeful life, life becomes clearer. You don't go everywhere just because your friends are going there. 
You don't engage with anyone. You don't allow just anything into your life because you are focused on your purpose. You don't grab onto every single opportunity just because it's there. Listen, what I'm trying to say is you either have God's permission and provision for what you are doing right now or you don't. When Jesus permitted Peter to walk on water and Peter did, when he saw the waves and got scared and started to sink, He had the moral right to call on Jesus for help. Why? Because he asked permission. That's what happens when you have God's permission and provision. In times of trouble, you can confidently ask him for help and you don't have to rely on your own strength. Isn't God good? The next verse of the song, which is the pre-chorus, the bridge and the outro, or consolidates this very point pointing to the fact that we only step out on water when god gives us his word our confidence of us succeeding in this life stems from the fact that we heard god's voice granting us permission to embark on whatever that we are doing And let me also chip this in that sometimes you might not hear the literal voice of God or get any sort of confirmation from him. But then we do what we want to do, right? In a case where you do not hear the literal voice of God, there are so many ways in which God speaks through his word, through dreams, through visions, so many ways. But in a case where we do not hear any sort of confirmation from him, even if what we decide to do fails and it doesn't work, our hope continues to be in the fact that since we invited God into the execution in the first place, we can go back to him and be rest assured that he is still in control. Just imagine for a few seconds, right, that You go and you take something in your house that you do not have permission to take or to use, right? Let's say, for example, top of my head, a microphone. Oh, no, uh, a blender, right? And then you take it without permission. You go and you use it and it gets spoiled. Imagine the kind of fear and anxiety you are going to feel when going back to tell you know your parents that you spoiled something that you didn't have permission to take in the first place just just imagine it for a few seconds right but if you had permission to take the thing in the first place although in an african home you're still going to have a certain level of fear and anxiety but it's not going to be as much as when you didn't have permission to take it in the first place. So that's how it looks like. The second verse of the song reminds us of how big, faithful, and close God is to us. What stands out to me in the first line of the verse is, and I quote, I got a faith deeper than feelings. This line sounds so prophetic to me personally, and here is why. Having a faith that's deeper than feelings is the maturity level that I desperately want to reach because most times I'm just a ball of silly feelings and I tend to act out of my feelings so much. But 
The ultimate requirement of God from us is to have faith, not feelings. Faith over feelings means that we do not consult our emotions when God tells us to do something. Faith deeper than feelings means that even if our bodies feel and want to do something that is wrong, we don't. Faith deeper than feelings, that's what I ask God for for all of us. To be able to walk on water, to be able to do the impossible, perform God-like tasks, pursue our purpose, we need our faith to run deeper than our feelings. Now, my favorite part of the song is the chorus and the interlude because that's where the dance is. Elevation Rhythm teaches us how to literally walk on water and I'm not going to talk about it much. I want you to go and check out the song for yourself. If you have already listened to the song, this is the point where you get on the dance floor. <laughs> and do that. This is higher, higher, higher. It go right foot stomp, left foot stomp. Now lean with it. Hey, now lean with it. <laughs> Let me tell you something. This song was released just last year and it couldn't have been more timely. Thankfully, we've been able to complete January. But I can bet my last coin on the fact that there are things that happened in January that shocked the hell out of you or took you by surprise. I'm going to use the money that I I get from the bet that I just placed to place another bet on the fact that more surprises are on their way coming. It can be globally, nationally, or personally. We can never be too prepared for the future, but with God on our side, we can make it. And I know it sounds cliche, but it is so, so true. We need to make a habit of asking God first in everything that we do. I heard it being said that a day without prayer is a boast against God. Prayer can range from the silent words you speak in your mind and your heart and to the loud words that actually come out of your mouth. The point is not the volume or the duration of the prayer. The point is the humility that it takes to admit that you cannot run your life alone by hustling. So God should take over and lead you in and lead you to live a purposeful life. I pray that whoever is on the other side listening to this episode will not be so scared to walk on water because they know that they have Jesus and they would make a habit of opening the door and saying yes to him every single time. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you have listened up to this point, then you know you like me. You like, you you know you like me. I like it too. And I appreciate you very, very much for sticking with me. Now, why don't you go ahead and subscribe to my podcast? Yeah. If you loved what you listened to or you loved any of my other episodes, kindly share it with everybody that you know. Follow me on all my social media handles, which I am going to leave in the description box so we can be internet buddies. The month of love is fast approaching and it might come with a new segment to this episode. So be sure to stay tuned. The song we discussed today is Walk on Water by Elevation Rhythm. Thank you for allowing me into your life. Until we meet next time, be safe, be happy and be you. 
bye